Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of the Ellie and Jared podcast. My name is Jared. And I'm Ellie. This is a podcast all about life, relationships, YouTube, and more. Occasionally, we have guests on here who talk about their lives surrounding social media and how they fell into a career doing it. Um, A lot of times, we end up talking about our relationship, Ellie and Jared, our marriage, our life, our discussions, and... Um, literally seconds before this podcast, we had something happen where I did something that I shouldn't be doing. Do you want to tell, tell I'm about embarrassed. that? Don't be embarrassed. I want to say, cause it's my fault. I said, will you please not wear, I, we wear our shoes upstairs, wood floor, Every whatever. Every once in a while. But I was like, you're walking downstairs with your big A boots on mm-hmm. and it's like almost winter. We're yep. just tracking in lots of uck. And I house. just spent all morning picking up the dang upstairs. So I was a little flustered. And and every right. And I was like, you know what? I'm sorry. I should have just taken them off. My thought process today with having my shoes on inside the house was like, these shoes take so long to take on, to get on and off. I'm just going to wear them in and the get house. rid of those boots. I like the boots so much. That's so funny. I don't want to. But I think it's funny that when we do talk about relationships, There's little things like that that can spark a big argument later on. It's like, well, you always wear your shoes in the house. And those things usually start off by something very, very small. And then later on become a huge argument. We're not talking about relationships today, but I thought that was a funny piece that happened literally seconds before we started the podcast. There you have it. My emotions are real and I get very (laughs) anal when people wear their shoes. (laughs) Don't wear your shoes in our house. Gosh, dang it. No, just kidding. But seriously, don't. Today, we want to talk about something that's like close to us, close to home. And that can be kind of scary, you know, really, especially for a lot of creators on YouTube. I mean, it sounds scary when you hear things. We are talking about the YouTube changes that are going to be in in effect in January. Right. And... It's funny because when Jared and I first saw the announcement of changes coming to YouTube, I kid you not, Jared and I looked at each other and we were like, cool. Great. We actually, for the first time in years, felt at peace with changes that are coming because we've had conversations and we've changed our own scheduling up to, to have changes. And so... This came at a good time for us, not at a good time for many others. Right. Um, and and just because it's a going to be a challenge doesn't mean we're gonna like hate it. We're gonna embrace it. So let's let's explain what the changes are, why the changes are happening, and how it may affect creators on the platform and more specifically Ellie and Jared. Yes. Um If you guys don't know, in order to have an account on YouTube, you need to be 13 years or older. Let me preface that, actually. These are the opinions of Ellie and Jared. This is not 100% fact. What we say may end up being incorrect. You know, know, we may give an opinion on something and may not be right. We may give an opinion on something and may be 100% right. We're doing our best to explain it the way we understand it. We are not lawyers. 
That being said, <laughs> let's dive in. Our lawyer needs to approve this. <laughs> the lawyer's like, no, Elliot, don't make that podcast. Don't do it. No, but seriously, you have to be um, 13 years or older in order to create an account on YouTube. Because of that, it is assumed that the people watching YouTube are 13 years and older. Sometimes people, you know, parents will make accounts and the kids will watch YouTube on that account. YouTube was never really intended to be for kids' content. At least the YouTube back in 2006, 2007, up until um, 2017, 16, maybe. I can't remember. But when YouTube Kids was announced, that's and created the app, that's kind of when kids content was, you know, meant to be for the space. Yeah, exactly. It was, you know, you could create content for the YouTube kids app. Now the issue of that came into play when the FTC said, Hey, you've been gathering information about these people who aren't technically over 13 years older and older for advertising purposes and and that sort of thing. And I that, think sometimes it's good for us to explain what the FTC is. Because for us, we, we know what it is. But people that are watching may not know this. Yeah, the FTC is the Federal Trade Commission. And they basically enforce um, finance, uh, advertising laws to make sure that you are compliant with the law. Yeah. So they, they'll go through branded content. They'll go through regular content and make sure... It's supposed to be who it's intended for and the rules are followed. I mean, it's when, wild. Yeah. Whenever we do branded content on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, yeah. um, the reason why we have hashtag ad or hashtag sponsored, or we say by law, thanks HelloFresh for sponsoring today's video is we need to disclose that information. And anytime you see people who are doing an ad and don't disclose that they're doing an ad, they are breaking FTC guidelines and can then be contacted by the FTC and get in trouble. It's, it's pretty, you pretty much know when someone's doing an ad, but we have had many videos where people are like, this is an ad. Why didn't you say it was ad? I'm like, it wasn't though. I really just loved the product. Yeah. Obviously Um, there are, there are occasions where it's like, no, I, I, this is something that I personally bought. I love, but you can tell when it's an ad. Cause usually there are specific talking points that make it sound like an ad. Why is my watch going off? I, just, All these I was like, what is going emails? on? Emails. Good gravy. Ellie just got her Apple watch. Let me turn it on silent for you. I'm so, so sick of emails right now. How to, um, we're going to turn do not disturb on for an hour. Got that it. was like, <laughs> Are we missing something important it's right now? lots of swatches, colors, fabrics. No, this is important right now. So you were saying you can usually tell when people are doing an ad. Yes, and that's it. Um, sometimes, you know, I'm talking about the iPhone. Apple, I think we've done one ad for Apple years ago. But when I talk about like the new iPhone, it's like they're not paying me to talk about it. So I don't have to disclose things about it, like being sponsored. But you know, it's pretty, I feel like we do our very, very best to make sure that when we do branded content, you know, that it is branded content by saying, thanks for sponsoring. This is an ad hashtag ad hashtag sponsored and the likes of that FTC enforces those rules. Now, um, the, uh, 
the issue with YouTube is, I guess, the kids are watching the 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 videos, and YouTube is collecting data on those viewing habits when technically they're not allowed to. And they were fined $170 million for that. Now, a lot of people, when that happened, they're like $170 million. That's a drop in the bucket for a company like Google and Alphabet, the parent company. That has company, just millions and millions and millions of dollars. Billions of dollars, you know? Like their Google is a multi-billion dollar company. I'm not sure if, you know, if the, they're not in the trillions yet, but... Apple and Microsoft have are or have been trillion dollar companies. Um, the first ever. And Google is just right up there with them, I think. I'd have to check that. We'll have maybe fact check later. But that being said, $170 million, it's like, well, that, you know, for the privacy, that's not a lot of price to pay. But I think the reason why it wasn't so much is because, well, technically those people shouldn't be using those accounts, you know, as, as you're supposed to be 13 years and older, if you're using that account, what usually happens is a parent will have a YouTube video and say, Hey, I'm going to look up these nursery rhymes for my kid. Hand I've the done kid. It. Oh yeah. What parent hasn't done that here, kid, here's the, here's the video. Watch this. And then other things happen. Little baby bums. Oh, we love little baby bum. They're on Hulu now. Mickey too. Mouse clubhouse. Oh yeah. It's all on YouTube that I've searched that I've had, that I've let my kids watch before. Yeah. And it's just, you know, as a parent, it's important to go through and monitor what your kids are watching. There's a history tab on YouTube so you can see exactly what it is. Um, but that this has been going on for some time and it, you know, when it comes down to it, it's like we need to be able to protect the kids better. And I feel like that's like one of the n- number one things that's coming out of this is like protecting the children is absolutely, you know, the best practice that YouTube and us should be taking out of this. Now, when all of this went down, um, YouTube wrote an article about it. And I'd like to read um, some of it for you guys just to help better explain what happened and what YouTube is doing for it. So from their blog, uh, Wednesday, September 4th, 2019, it says, an update on kids and data protection on YouTube. Responsibility is our number one priority at YouTube, and nothing is more important than protecting kids and their privacy. Um, Aside, absolutely, we agree with that. We've been significantly investing the Uh, investing in the policies, products, and practices to help us do this. From its earliest days, YouTube has been a site for people over 13. But with a boom in family content and the rise of shared devices, the likelihood of children watching without supervision has increased. We've been taking a hard look at areas where we can do more to address this, informed by feedback from parents, experts, and regulators, including COPA, which is Child Online Prote- uh, Privacy Protection Act, concerns raised by the U.S. Federal Trade Commission and the New York Attorney General that we are addressing with a settlement announced today. So, basically things that we've already said, right? New data practices for children's content on YouTube. We are changing how we treat data for children's content on YouTube. Starting in about four months, January, We will treat data from anyone watching children's content on YouTube as coming from a child, regardless of the age of the user. This means that we will limit data collection and use on videos made for kids only to what is needed to support the operation of the service. 
We will also stop serving personalized ads on this content entirely. And some features will no longer be available on this type of content, like comments and notifications. In order to identify content made for kids, creators will be required to tell us when their content falls in this category. And we'll also use machine learning to find videos that clearly target young audiences. For example, those that have an emphasis on kids' characters, themes, toys, We want to take a quick second and thank today's sponsor of our podcast, which is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's what we use right now. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other places. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Games. Okay, there's a lot to unpack there, so I kind of want to take it step by step. So... We are changing how we treat data for children's content on YouTube starting in four months. So right now for us, Ellie and Jared is October. This came out in September. We have three months to until this goes into effect. Will they look at your back history like they usually have done in the past or just content moving forward? I think the past. Everything. Yeah, that's yes, everything. So. We will treat data from anyone watching children's content on YouTube as coming from a child, regardless of the age of the user. So if you have content on YouTube that is created for a child, it is going to be assumed that a child is watching. Mm -hmm. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Because not all the time, I mean, maybe a parent is in the room while it's on the TV on YouTube, but the content is being directed and um, basically sent to a kid, you know, whether they're 12 or under. Um, This means that we will limit data collection and use on videos made for kids only to what is needed to support the operation of the device. We will also stop serving personalized ads. So when, as a content creator, when I see personalized ads, that's a huge red flag for a lot of people. The reason being is personalized ads are a big source of the YouTube creator's revenue. That was our main source of income for years until we started getting into branded content. Right. Because targeted ads or personalized ads, um, you know, based on your viewing history, based on you know, other things like it's like you go to, I think it works a little bit differently than like Facebook. It's like you're scrolling through a website and then you see that ad. I don't think it's necessarily a targeted pixel. If you guys understand what that is, a targeted pixel is like, I go to allbirds.com and I see their shoes and I'm looking there and then I go into Facebook and I see an all birds ad on Facebook. That's from a targeted pixel. This is basic. Yeah. Well, it (laughs) happened today and I was freaked out because it was on Ellie's computer and then my personal Instagram. It was creepy. Um, this is mostly based on viewing history as far as I understand. Anyway, personalized ads is a huge source of revenue for a lot of creators. In fact, I hear it's up to 85% of take home from a YouTube creator. So that's a big red flag if they stop serving personalized ads on this content. That's that's crazy. Uh, A lot of people see that and and worry. And I feel like that's where um, people say, oh, great, this is the end 
of family channels on YouTube. Because we've kind of been seeing it. Because we've kind of been seeing it come coming over the last few years. We've kind of known that something was going to come. We just didn't know. So then when it actually does come, you're like, oh. Yeah. But let me, let me dive into this a little bit more because when we first see that, we're like, oh, snap. But then there's more to it. We will also, um, some features will no longer be available on this type of content, like comments and notifications. For us, like, that's kind of frustrating. Like, we really like having comments, but gosh, how many months has it been since we have co- haven't had comments on our videos? It's, it's been a while. Notifications, I feel like, are really important um, for a lot of people because YouTube likes to recommend things and not always are your recommendations your subscriptions because it is based on your viewing history. So you may love watching Ellie and Jared and not see any Ellie and Jared on your sidebar on YouTube or after you're done watching a video because YouTube may not want to recommend those types of videos. Um, having notifications is a great thing because you will know exactly when. So make sure you go to youtube.com slash Ellie and Jared and click subscribe and click the bell notification so you know exactly when to get notifications for our videos. But this is nothing <laughs> new. YouTube hasn't been promoting family content for a while For now. a while, yeah. Um, like it used to. Yes. Next, this is, this is, I feel like, one of the biggest things. In order to identify content made for kids... Creators will be required to tell us when their content falls in this category. And we'll use machine learning to find out videos that clearly target young audiences. So right now, when I upload our videos, there is, and I think I'm in the beta for this, probably because we're a family channel. I have to go through and do a checklist and make sure there's no sexual content, there's no vulgarity, there's no violence, there's no, um, you know, basically bad stuff to make it, rated R or PG 13, like ours is very wholesome content. So I check these boxes to say our video does not contain this, 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 and this, and this. The way that YouTube is going to do this is they're going to have a check mark that says, is this content created for kids? And when you upload a video, you will have to check that box. And that is how they're going to satisfy that. Uh, creators will be required to tell us when their content falls in this category. So there's also going to be a one check all box. Like for example, my idea is like Ryan's toy review. Would you call that a kid's channel? Yes, absolutely. Right. It's, I mean, it's unboxing. Yeah. Ryan's toy review. He's great. Um, there, I think I've met their parents, his parents once that very, really, really sweet, but for all intents and purposes, they are a kid's channel. There will be probably be a channel box that says, click all of these videos on this channel are for kids and you won't have to like go through your history or anything like that. Um, The other thing is it will be on a per video basis. If you're not doing the channel wide selection, it'll be on a per video basis. Which I think is really cool. It's amazing because it allows you to, have variety. Yeah, I, we, uh, <laughs> this is so much. Um, because when we've done content, we haven't done a ton of like challenges or toy reviews, but we have had a few in the past that we do. I like to break up the content. It's fun to do a challenge here and there. So it's nice that the videos can be per video. 
Right. Because I mean, looking, thinking back to our past videos, I think of it's a good mix. Yeah. What, well, I think it's one video comes to mind is like our Halloween video where I had the Joker come and the kids like <laughs> save the day. That was their favorite. That video was a to fun ever. Yeah. They, they still talk about it to this day. Um, when they got the Joker. Uh, but to me, it's like, yeah, that video may specifically be a kids oriented video, even though that was like a skit that was like four minutes of the video out of like a 13 or 15 minute video. Um, yeah, we may have a few videos here and there that are, or, or will be designated for kids content. But when we film these videos and we make these videos, 99% of the time, our intended audience is essentially my age, Ellie and Jared, people who are in our same situations, the people who are in our boat, the people who have had infertility problems, the people who are going through pregnancy, the people who have newborns. Those are people who we're talking to and who we're referring to unless specifically stated otherwise. You know, I feel like that's who I'm talking to when I vlog is like, it's funny because I say you guys, but I think of like my circle of friends, the people who have the same interests and who are in the same age group as us. That's who I think of. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking to a four-year-old about hormone replacement. Exactly. So that's but the- I can see where there is a fine line. I think there's a fine line with all of it. Yeah. But the nice thing is that we will have some variety there. Like if I want to make a freaking lullaby with Jackson and Calvin and it is four kids, I can make a video that does just that. And my channel crossing my fingers won't necessarily be affected by it. That video will be Mm -hmm. that video probably won't be able to have comments or personalized ads on it. Mm -hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean like everything's going away. And I think that's one of the biggest things that family channels are worrying about is my channel will go away. Yeah because it'll just be on YouTube kids. I won't make any money. Therefore I necessarily won't make any more videos, which now I would love to go back to what I said earlier when I was like, Oh, we weren't worried. Like, I don't mean that to be disrespectful all towards any people that are, cause it is a big flipping deal. No, it is a big deal. So I mean, we definitely think about not trying to be like, yeah, we're just trying to talk about Ellie and Jared right now. Yeah. And because there are channels that have to worry, mm-hmm. there are, you know, people, teams, who have used YouTube as their livelihood for who knows how long that this will make a big impact on. Now, that being said, when we go to the Disney channel or Nickelodeon, there's ads all over the place. Like it is a really, really great market for those types of things. And I think, um, a lot of creators who do market or create videos for kids will just have to rely heavily on that kind of stuff. But I think it'll also open more opportunities for that, too. That's just my personal thought. So after this came into effect, we got approached with a brand deal that's coming out. Two, actually. One with Disney, which was amazing. Uh, That one doesn't affect us at all because we didn't put any content on our own channel with branded content. It's Disney using it for their own purposes. Mm -hmm. So we worked with them. And then... um, Let's not reveal it just A video that we just worked on with actually, it was the first we've ever done in the six years of YouTube. It was only for Jackson and his friend, Ollie. And And we were a little worried. I just thought, you know, I mean, we're not really like, we want to do this. This is an opportunity for the kids. The kids are going to have a little bit of money in their bank account from this. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, how do I think about this? 
And when we initially heard it, it was like, crap, if our channel is designated as a kid's channel, then there's, you know, we lose a lot of that stuff. But since it's on a per video basis, I don't feel like we have to worry about it all that much. And the reason being is in some contracts, you have to turn off monetization on a video anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this one, it's like, oh, well, we can still make a, a fun video, a fun video with our kids that the kids love doing and we could still be okay. That's why I take yeah. it. Yeah. And that's how we looked at it. And we'll just, honestly, it's kind of just like a kind of a waiting game of like seeing how you do. I have heard a lot of creators say like, if you can get through like the thick of it come January, mm-hmm. let a few months go by, keep doing whatever you feel is best doing for your channel. I think it'll level out and you'll be good. Right. There's the nice thing about YouTube is there is a place for just about everyone. But I feel like right now, a lot of people are, are having a really hard time with this and are going to be making a lot of changes to the content that they make. And I think it kind of just, for me, it goes without saying, but I, I want to like encourage you guys to be respectful to those creators who are, are essentially having a career change. I mean, they might be losing, quote unquote, losing their job or getting Mm -hmm. laid off. You know, give them time, give them patience, have some respect while they change and adapt things. Because a lot of your favorite channels may be adapting as we speak um, in order to compensate for these things that YouTube is doing. Now, all of this is to help protect the kids and to make YouTube kids even better. Um, YouTube has then implemented a $100 million grant for kids content creation. So you can think of it like um, YouTube Red, what do they call it? YouTube Originals now. They're going to be doing that kind of stuff for kids content, which I think is a a really, really nice um, thing. Um, I have to say this though with, you know, the four months that we had now three months, um, the FTC wasn't going to give that to creators. Yeah, YouTube fought for that. Yeah. YouTube fought really, really hard to give creators on YouTube just a little, a heads little, up. yeah, a little time to make changes, to make adaptations to their, their content, to their channel. Um, and so that's why I say, you know, give those creators a, a little wiggle room as yeah. they make a lot of changes. Now, I hope that kind of explains a little bit about what's happening and why it's happening. Essentially, YouTube is making changes to protect kids online, which is the greatest thing. We love and support that. Um, Because of that, a lot of channels need to make changes um, because of their intended audience. If your intended audience is for kids, then you have to make changes. For Ellie and I, I believe that our intended audience is not for kids 13 and younger. I believe that is for people of our same age group. People are going through the same things. Me personally, I'm not 100% worried, but there may be changes that Ellie and I need to make. And how do you feel about that? There there are some changes that we're going to make, but we've been trying to make those over the last year. I don't know how good we've been with it. <laughs> So when this change came, we talked with our YouTube manager and we talked to them about our channel and if we like how worried we should be or what direction we should take. And from what we've been told, 
no one really knows 100% everything, but from what we've been told is is we are going to be okay. Right. With that said, though, over the last year where we've cut back a video where I've been really trying to find a good balance between mom, work, side work with our clothing line, um, and kids and how I'm feeling like emotionally, I want to start cutting back, not sharing the kids as much. But the kids really love it. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin picked up the camera today and he turned it on and he was filming all over the house. Jackson was really excited to see his video that he just made the other day. It's so, like the kids are having fun. Is that why there was like 10 extra clips in the camera this oh, morning? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep those in. <laughs> Cut those up. Make that work. But, um, but I, I feel, I don't know really how I feel right now. I just feel peaceful, even though it's weird because a lot of parts of my life, I don't feel peaceful. It's, it's crazy that such a huge change like this, where it could impact so many people and essentially have them lose their job where we feel peace and contentment. It, it feels weird that we do. Maybe this is a reason I, I can explain why I feel peaceful is, is years ago when we started and we, we didn't even know that this could be a career path. Um, we started out very carefully right jared kept his full-time job we did youtube part-time when youtube made enough money we quit his full-time job and we lived on youtube because it was a we didn't just up and quit our job and we were like reckless we felt like we tried to be as smart as we could and when we did that we've had we had many people whether people we actually knew or viewers you know how are you going to support your family when this goes away? YouTube won't be around forever. Um, how are you going to pay for your kids' weddings? Like all this like negative on us. And my whole life, I've been very careful about the decisions that I've made. And I've, and I've always thought them out very clearly. And I think that's why I feel peaceful right now is because I knew that six years ago. Six years ago, I knew, well, duh, YouTube won't be around forever. Like, duh, like but social media will be. This is just the start Right. There are a million opportunities right now that we could do and venture out in. We're not right now because we don't need to. But like I feel at peace because I've started a clothing line. Jared has things completely separate from anything right now. Like we have investment properties. We've been very smart with every decision. And so I just feel like, well, yeah, this was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen. We were told it was going to happen. So I just, I, for me personally, I'm not talking about any other creator. I'm just talking about like Ellie and Jared right now, like how we feel. It's really cool to look back at the day we had our little powwow with my parents and your parents and say like five years, we have got five years and let's see. And this is year six, almost Mm -hmm. seven. And you know, we've had longer than we, we initially thought, but we've always planned. And like you said, like we've made calculated decisions to diversify and I want you to be around forever. Oh, I do too. Like, I love that. I love meeting everyone. I'd love having meetups. But with that said, if, if YouTube ever went away, there's other, I love Instagram. I love Mm -hmm. Facebook. I, there's going to be something new around the corner. I'm sure. Right. And it may take time, you know, it may hurt yeah. us, it may hurt the viewers, 
the listeners <laughs> get it because you're listening to the podcast, but there will always be something and changes will happen. I, I remember in our old apartment, um, and I feel like I'm kicking myself for saying this back in the day. This was a long time ago. I said, we're not going to change. We're going to be the same people we always are. Well, that may be true. Things do change. Circumstances change. We grow and adapt. Your opinions change. Right. You know, while Ellie and I are still Ellie and Jared, you know, there may come a time where we have to do something that not everyone likes or we don't necessarily like at first. But at the same time, it's what would you do if you weren't afraid? Who moved my cheese? Every time we go through something like this, I think of that book mm-hmm. and I just think, yep. You're exactly right. This is what we need to do. It's not necessarily what I want to do in this moment. But then I look back a few months later and I say, I'm so glad we did. For example, cutting back on videos. I didn't, at the time, how long did it take me to agree to cut back? The first time we talked about it for about eight months. Eight months. And then I was pregnant. And then one day I just, it, it, it wasn't. It was just the mental thing that was draining me. It wasn't being interactive. It wasn't picking up a camera. I think people really don't realize it maybe until they go through it, but it was just the mental part for me. It just drained. I just felt like I'm just trying to give my kids enough, you enough, work enough. I just needed a little bit of like slack. And I... I like, I didn't, we didn't fight about it, but I was like, I fought hard to keep those. He days. just said no. And then I was like, okay. <laughs> and then like, I'd come back to it and he's like, yeah, I don't think so. And then one day I was like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> like, please listen to what I'm trying to ask you. And then we cut back. We cut back and it's just like, I'm so glad we did. Like, I really, really am. Yeah. And it's funny. It's like, well, you know, if you're, I, you know, I don't know, this may be something dumb to say, but like people worried about like finances with YouTube and everything. It's like, well, if we were worried about finances with YouTube, we'd be adding more days than taking away. That is true. (laughs) Um, the, but I'm glad we did because when you're in a better mental space, that helps a create a better physical space. Yeah. And I'm glad we did what we did. I should have done it sooner, but at least we are here now. But, you know, changes may come and these are changes that YouTube is implementing and may have a cause and effect relationship with a lot of creators, including us. And it's just a matter of what time will do. Um, Speaking of change, I was talking to Jared the other day. I was like, I, for a minute, (laughs) was like, I am sad that I'm not the same mom I was even three years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, I am such a different person. I am closer to 30 than when we started doing YouTube. I was in my early 20s. Like so much has changed with me, like my opinions, my personality, my energy. Um, I'm a different mom. And for a minute I was sad about it. And now I'm like, no, that's good. It's it's a good thing I've changed. Like there's a reason why the oldest child has a different view of their childhood than the youngest child. And I can see that now because I'm experiencing it as I'm having my kids and as I'm changing myself. Change is very scary. I don't like change. But if you can learn to embrace the change, 
that's, I think that's one of the most difficult skills, but probably one of the best skills that you can, that you can have. And, you know, I commend you for doing that with me at the very beginning of this journey. Cause I, when I said, we're going to do this every single day, you're like WTF mate. Like, what are you? And then you just I was excited. Yeah. I was like, well, let's try it. Like it, it, it was amazing. And then it I is would, amazing. Yeah. And then I was hesitant. Like I didn't take my own advice. So that's something there, but you know, the FTC is coming down hard on YouTube and you know, with COPA laws, we need to make sure that we're doing the best that we can. And that's the goal that we're always striving to do. In fact, like I'm looking into getting a lawyer who's proficient in COPA law, Child Online Privacy Protection Act. I think I'm almost positive that's what it stands for. Um, but there, you know, we want to make sure that everyone is taken care of and uh, protected and change will come with that. And that's kind of what we're waiting on and what we're going to go with. So do you see any changes with us coming now and or in January? Like we upload three days a week. Mm-hmm. That's been an amazing thing. I've really enjoyed it. It's given me the opportunity to work more on my clothing line. It's given me opportunity to vlog still, which I love doing. I love doing It's It's been a good balance for me doing three days a week. So do you see the content itself changing? Today we filmed Calvin's first day of preschool. Mm-hmm. From our perspective. So yeah. it is not a kid's video. <laughs> FTC and Copa, I'm looking at you guys. <laughs> Jeepers, creepers, get off our back. It's not even January. And to be honest, yet. I think the thumbnail title is going to be my new skincare because I've been talking about my skin a lot. Is that what you think? I don't know. We'll have to see. I honestly don't. Because yeah. I think a lot of it depends on the thumbnail that we create with it. But that's the other thing. It's like, but gosh. But first trying to stay away from kids. But but would... here, but here, that's the whole point. That's the whole point of this. Oh, that was a topic I wanted to come hey. up with. Rated R movies. There are so many kids in rated R movies. Stranger Things. Yeah. That is not it's a kids. kid's video. Yeah. But those kids are young. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that you can't have kids in your videos. Yeah. It's the intended audience because guess what? If you, if you took Chucky, <laughs> I would let Jackson watch movie yeah. and you put that on YouTube kids. I mean, that would be just horrendous. That would yeah. be terrible. If your intended audience was to make a horror movie for kids under 13, um, you know, developing beautiful kids who are just innocent and sweet and show them, all of these rated R movies that have kids in them, that doesn't work. Yeah. But because there are, you know, laws and regulations in place, there you can have kids in rated R movies. It's not the content per se as much as it is as the intended audience. So our intended audience is people who are our age. Yeah. So we have a title and thumbnail that's Calvin's first day of preschool. That's okay. That technically should work. At the same time, I want to clarify, I am looking for a lawyer who is proficient in COPA law to help us clarify that Yeah, because we want to make sure too. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, I'm glad you asked that question because I had that in the back of my mind that I needed to bring up. With that though, I don't see a a crazy ton of changes though that we're going to be making. Right. Um, Jared and I love to be together. We love to work together. That's why our channel is Ellie and Jared. That's why our podcast is Ellie and Jared. 
We we just get along well. We have fun. We it's love almost like we like each other. A little. We play off of each other. So I mean And we play on each other. I hate you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wait. <laughs> I haven't used that yet. <sighs> okay, okay. Anyway, I'm gonna let Jared wrap this up. Um but yeah, like Ellie said, we don't anticipate a ton of change, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there won't be change in the future. It's all of adaptation about the environment and the surroundings. And if you're not adapting and you're not changing, you're staying in the same place. And if you're staying in the same place, you're not moving. That still feels nice though sometimes. <laughs> oh, well, you know, Ellie, get, like, just sit peaceful. in that couch and be comfortable. <laughs> sit in the Tesla, put on the autopilot and just sit I, back and relax. I imagine moving forward, we probably will try though to have content that's more me and you. Yeah. More specifically, Ellie and Jared. Yeah, yeah the kids may be in it a little bit less. We might give you updates on the kids, but. We'll see. Yeah. I think that's the takeaway is like, we'll see what happens. We'll, yeah. We're going to change and adapt. And we hope you give us the time, um, the patience and understanding um, as we do this. This is the best. We, we are the luckiest people. This is the best job. It really is. And I'm grateful that we can sit down and have a 40-minute a podcast about yeah. this. Um, I love doing the podcast. I honestly feel like the podcast is my favorite thing that we do together. I, I enjoy the podcast because I don't look at the time. I don't say, oh my gosh, we only have 10 minutes, 20 minutes to cut it down. We, I can say what I want. I can swear. Jared can make an inappropriate joke. Like it's just us. It's Mm -hmm. fun. I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. I hope that gives a little clarification on quote unquote, the title of this podcast, the end of a family channels on YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. It may not actually be that, but Like we said, we'll have to see. Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please give it a good rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all of those other places. If you would like to leave us a voice message, you can on the Anchor app. Log in, create an account, whatever you need to do. Go to our podcast and leave a voice message. And some podcasts, we will answer some questions relating to the topic of the podcast or just regular questions in general. Again, guys, we want to thank you so much and hope you have a wonderful day. Catch you guys next time.